0: Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's going to be so professional. Mm-hmm. Like, so professional. Here we go. Well, welcome to the Live Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van and June Colson. A couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedies wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Kids set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends, too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, on my support, board, board, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, done, done, interviewing comedians. On my support, board, board, with Michelle, who's really short. Now it's time to start Laughs Award.
1: The Laugh Support Podcast, is brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network.
0: <laughs> yeah. welcome to the award-winning laugh support podcast i'm your host june colson here with michelle with one l trisha's sister ronna colson Corey's friend don't call me Shelley michelle van dusen look at me doing it
1: <laughs> so um you used to say my best friend did you say that this time i
0: heard ronna Corey's friend but did you freak, did I thought you're Ronnie colson cory's friend i mm-hmm. you're, more, you're more her best friend now than me michelle and mm-hmm. i didn't want to bring it up on the air but that's fine if we want to hash this out let's talk about it
1: i'm just saying i think you uh you might have found a new friend and i think that's why you just dropped off saying my best friend no i think oh. that you
0: just like pointing out when i make mistakes no so i don't think i'm know- welcome <laughs> You're well, just,
1: you know, I mean, just because you were just spending a whole bunch of time with Rhonda and her little town over there, a little island. Um, that you were just like, So long,
0: Michelle, you don't have an island like Rhonda does. I think that's <laughs> what was happening. Well, but you did have an island. You grew I up did. owning an island. Rhonda doesn't own Rhode Island. I don't know. I don't know. Rhonda Corey. Gee, if anyone no. owns Rhode Island, it's Rhonda Colson Corey. Okay, look, I have to tell I have to tell you about the text <laughs> message I just got. Okay. Okay. Actually, I'm actually, I'm going to tell you the backstory. Okay. Um. So Fourth of July, my uh, we went to Jason's parents' house. Yeah. I'm trying not to tear these up. Hold on. I need scissors. We went to Jason's family's house, his mother and father's house for Fourth of Wait, July. Are you doing crafts right now. I am making a craft. No, I could. I could. I'm about to make sock puppets. Okay. Okay. So my uh, my mother-in-law. Um, says, Hey June, uh, come in here. I have have something for you to give to your sister. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I go to the bedroom with Nana Connie and she has a bag and it's a bag with a bunch of shirts in it. And she said, Mm -hmm. I told Bobby Joe, I was going to send some some shirts her way. So she had some shirts. Somebody was giving away. She thought Bobby might like them for teaching, whatever. And, um, and I was like, Oh, that's really sweet. And then she says, Oh, and I was at a place where they were having a sale on big old socks big old socks. And I saw these big old socks and I got you some big old socks. (laughs) She said, big old socks for your big old feet. (laughs) And I go, thank you. Nana, I think for my big old feet. And she started giggling and she goes, well, you know, because Nana Connie is like your height. She's a tiny, tiny, itty bitty lady and I am just a monster every time I, all of Jason's family, this, all the women are like cute and petite, and whatever. And then there's me and, you know, 10 foot tall. Oh, well, and Jason's yeah. cousin, Sherry, who is amazing. I love her so much. She, um, she actually went with me to the Huckabee, Huckabee show one time and she's super tall and me and her and Chrissy Condor took a picture together and none of us had to bend over. We used to have to lean over for all the little ladies, but we were all like, we were like, Amazon women unite. But anyway, so so that's how Nana gave me a gift. She said, "I mean, look at, okay, so there, that is some, can you, hold on. Hold that's on, big old on. socks. I can that's see those Big old yeah. socks. But look, okay. I took, she got me two packs. So I took one out of the package. Look at this. Look at the sock. sock. Look at this sock. Is it off screen? It's so big. I can't, I can't see go. what I'm doing here. This is a big old sock. <laughs> She is correct. I do have big feet, but I don't, I don't know. So just a minute ago, well, when we, we were doing our podcast. Yeah. I have do not disturb on my phone, but I saw my phone light up and I looked down and it says, hold on, I'm going to screen because I don't want to show the rest of her text messages. <laughs> um, Today, during our first podcast that we were recording with the amazing Peppy Garrett, if you haven't listened, folks go back and listen. Um okay save to photos. Okay, I hope you, you can read this. this. I hope you can read this, Michelle. Okay. At 12 whatever today. Did your big in.
1: socks fit? LOL. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> now Have you tried them on yet? No. I. Okay. That's why I so, so here, here, here's a way to find out and figure out without putting them on your feet, if they're going to fit. So do you, you wrap them around your neck? No, that's your jeans. That's your jeans. <laughs> Uh, that's the zipper <laughs> of the jeans no you take your fist and you put the sock from here and you wrap it around all the way so hold it with your thumb yep and wrap around and Can you see yeah that? yep like that yeah so that is either going to fit or be slightly too big just a just a hair just a hair
0: but that'll be fine be too big because that yeah. one is because i stretched it too much for comedic purposes roll, but it's okay packages okay i'm trying it on <laughs> Michelle, 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 fit like a glove. I Are you sure glove. it's not up too far off your heel there? It's not as a okay, hair. They're perfect. I think after, the, I think after I wash them, they're going to be, they're going to fit perfectly. Look at that. I have purple and I have mint green and I have pink and I have white and I yeah. have gray and I have orange. <laughs> <laughs> so out of that collection, uh, yeah. I think what Jason can wear the white ones. Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't share my socks with my people. Actually, they may fit trees. No, they won't fit my kids' feet. So anyway, I just thought that was too funny that I looked down and I got a got a message from my mother-in-law. Did the socks fit your big old feet? They sure did, Nana Connie. Thanks for the socks. That's How fantastic. Your socks,
1: Michelle? Uh, well, I do have a pair of socks, you know, un unused so far, you know, brand new. Um, but at the moment, I'm not wearing any socks.
0: You know what's funny? You could wear those socks because it says one size fits most. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> those would be you. Those would be like knee
1: socks on you. That's what yeah. those would, would be. Yeah, but because because the way they're shaped, they'll actually come up my calf. So it'll be you know it'll it won't be shin guards. It'll be calf guards.
0: <laughs> that's right, socket to me. But you know what? We use a lot of things unorthodoxly, if that's a word. Because what was your son using the other day as a hat?
1: the watermelon no what what
0: what no <laughs> that was not the answer i thought i would get okay what? well he has worn the rhyme. um i don't tell me he had a green screen like a propeller oh. on top of his head he Michelle did. sends me videos. You send videos of your boys all the time doing the most random things. But tell okay, tell our listeners about the reaction when you told them that you wanted to cut your hair off. And, and what did they want you to do with it?
1: Uh, it was basically just, oh, if you're going to do uh, short hair uh, with spikes, it needs to be hot pink mm-hmm. or um, hot blue, I think. Or or neon blue or something like that. Neon pink or blue is is what they said. Whereas, um, Rhonda Corey just straight out said, uh, no, no, you'll look like something else. So, um, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah my boys are very supportive. <laughs> did you tell your boys what Rhonda said and did they agree or disagree? Um, they just, their eyes got big and they just kept their mouth shut because they're good boys. <laughs>
0: They're they are good boys. They With are. Michelle, when you were showing the video, because Michelle did kind of an ambush video. She like approaches her son. Was it Anthony? And She's got like, here's my cell phone. She's got the cell phone, right? And she's like, hey, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, tell mom what you think about me cutting my hair off. And, you know, she's got the phone in their face and, and she's talking about like cutting it off and making it spiky. and And that child was so disciplined. He just Hmm. any thought (laughs) he did something my boys never do the child thought before he said something I never do that and tell me how much your kids love you and how gentle they are with you because that is that was so really I mean like on a serious tip like really sweet like they really didn't want to say anything to hurt your feelings and also you can see the look of like is she messing with me or is she serious (laughs) right now Because that makes a difference on how you respond it does that does make a difference
1: um I just have to say, the two that are here, okay, the two that I asked the question to, um, they do stop and think and consider, you know, on the reality, okay, is she being serious? And if she is, how can we actually make the situation better for her? Right, you know? you know, so that's why he's like, um, yeah, how about hot pink? Do, do neon pink if you're going to do that. Like, it was nice. It, and... Like, I'm just going to shift gears for just a second. I like the fact that that was my son's suggestion versus saying, no, don't do it. You know, it'll be all yeah. yeah, like yeah. He, yeah. Get, he said, okay, if this is the direction you want to go, here's go how you all make the way. it better. Yeah, this is how you're going to make it better. And, I, and yeah. I like doing that also. If I'm helping someone with their comedy, you know, I don't tell them to shift directions. Because if this right. is the direction you want to go... Well then, here's another tag to make that better, or have right. you explored this area of it to make it better? Because um, I, you know, I and I think a lot of people don't don't do that when someone's like, "Hey, can you help me with this bit?" And people are like, "Oh no, you shouldn't do that at all. You should do this instead." Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's just it's that. So I like. I was really pleased that my son was like, mm, "Okay, if we're going here, let's go here." Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, you hear a little no
0: more cynicism in the kid that was off camera. Yeah. Well, he's, he
1: already, we've already reviewed the pros and the cons, the, yes. the yeah. positives, yeah. the negatives. And he's yeah. all like, it's still a negative. Basically.
0: Yes. Yeah. He was very like, he 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 was very just sure of his opinion. <laughs> so yeah. but they were both very sweet and kind yeah. to you. I thought that was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. But you are to go back to the beginning, Michelle. Let me <laughs> Michelle with one L, Colton Corey's friend, Trisha's sister. Mm, don't call me Shelly, my best friend. Yay! Michelle are we back on track? We're are we back okay? on track. Am I still invited to your birthday party? That's what all the little yeah. girls on the playground would say. You know yeah. what? You're off yeah. my birthday list because you're not
1: that yeah. spring. I expect to see you on my birthday. So yes. yeah, so be here. Let's, yeah. let's when is your birthday, Miss Jo? September 30th.
0: Mm-hmm. Is so. that on your Facebook page? Uh I don't know. It might be. It uh you used to not be. have it on Facebook, so I couldn't cheat and look it up because I never know anybody's birthday. This year it's a Saturday. Um Ooh. Yeah. So for so our listener, listeners, Michelle's birthday is coming up September 30th on a Saturday. So you are welcome to reach out to us on yeah. live support. Shoot me a message. I'll let you know how you can send her a birthday card. That's right. With well, some cash. Put some
1: cash in there, please. Uh, in there. I need a. I need a car.
0: I need a good yeah. car. I need- so we're gonna we're gonna recap really quick about um, so. Oh. Episode before last, I was at Rhonda's house looking like Rhonda in my Rhonda wig. Um, we shared with you, Michelle, that um, I don't think we had done the Bella show yet. No, no. We didn't
1: I No, that. you were about to meet the family. You were about you, you had a lot of things that you were about to go do with. Gotcha. Rhonda.
0: Yeah. So, um, okay. So, um, so I ended up being at Rhonda's house for five days. We did three shows in five days. So every other day that I was at her house, it was comedy. So I arrived one day, hung out, got acclimated. The next day we went and had our hair done. Um, we did the funny together show, which was fantastic. The day after that was a break. Then the next day was a show at Bella's and and that was going to be it. Um, that was going to be all. And then, uh, as we shared on that episode, Rhonda got a phone call from someone looking for someone to do a birthday party for a 95 year old woman. And um, Rhonda told her she would find someone. She hangs up the phone and says, let's do it. This could be crazy. (laughs) This could be horrible or amazing. And um, so, yeah, we did it. We did it. We (laughs) just,
1: okay. I
0: I want to know. It's hard to say no to comedy. So was
1: this, you know, since it's summertime, was this birthday party like an outdoor event? Was it at the hospital? Like, where did you have this event? Was it at someone's
0: home? Uh, No, this was at a fancy restaurant and they had they had reserved like a um, like a ballroom type room. It was uh, small, not like a huge ballroom. But um, and it had like their own bar in the back and they had like a million dollar birthday cake for the 95 year old. And, um, you know, how people like say, like, know your audience or you figure out your audience. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that my audience is typically not middle and upper class. People like that's usually not the people who love me, they're confused by me, they feel sorry for me, (laughs) especially. I'm in this, yeah, yeah, so sad. She was poor, um, and so. Uh, we get there. Rhonda had brought her, she had brought her sound system, but when we got there, they were like, Hey, we've got a cordless mic. We've got sound here, whatever. And John went with us, Rhonda's husband, which is really cool. By the way, her family absolutely adores her. And it was really sweet to stay with them. And they were so accommodating and kind. And, um, Alex is amazing and all of that. So they're great. And you're going to go spend some time with Yeah. Yes. And so, um, (laughs) So John packs all the sound system in. Then we discover we don't need the sound system. They have a sound system. So he takes it back to the car, to which we then find out that the sound system doesn't really work. Like the mic just keeps cutting out and cutting out. So then John goes back to the car, and gets the sound system, (laughs) brings it back in. And um, so he ends up packing the sound system three times. uh, Yeah. So (laughs) actually four times. Yeah. Um, And so she tries to find a good spot to set up. Um, very sweet family, very sweet family, beautiful family, just, and the 95 year old, um, was, she was so youthful. Like she was just so youthful. And they said she still cooks for the family and, you know, all of that. Um she, the sister or the, the daughter was like, she's Polish. You can do Polish jokes if you want. Like, <laughs> I am like not that. doing that. No. <laughs> no, but it was a Polish. Those have video. been taboo for like, what, since yeah. 1968, I think.
1: Yeah. So Yeah,
0: but she's like, we're not trying to be crazy politically correct. We're having fun here. We're having fun. and um, But not in a way that was hurtful. She was just saying, like, don't be worried about, you know, yeah. whatever, it being a stuffy crowd. Um, of course, it's one of those where if there were babies in the room. One child was just screaming during my set, right as I did my uh, TASEM joke about tasing children. So that was really good timing. Um, I, I really... I, you're <laughs> giving them suggestions. You're telling them how to parent I at that point. You know I what, was. your baby's
1: interrupting, so uh, tase them. Uh- <laughs> yes. I yeah. guess, uh, uh, FYI, because um, our lawyers want to make sure we say this, that the Left Support Podcast is in no way um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> responsible. If you do tase your children, we are not recommending it. it is no. not, we're not sponsoring it. We're not promoting no. it. But nope. uh, that's June's comedy.
0: Okay. We, All right. We really weren't even good mothers ourselves. So don't listen to anything we say about child rearing or whatever. But anyway, so um, <laughs> I, I, I keep teasing Rhonda, telling her, I'm like, I'll do a hard five at the top and then you take over. <laughs> and um, so anyway, it, beautiful venue. These The Lady Susie kept saying, oh, I can't wait for you to see the flowers, the flowers. And this lady on the phone was just high energy, funny, happy like she just she was just one of those people where it was like I can't wait to like see this person in person she said at the head of the table um we finally like got the sound system working the grandson said some really sweet things about the grandmother and then they turned it over to me and <laughs> sometimes when I'm in a crowd like that I get this reaction. It really is like they're looking at like a zoo creature or something. Like they've never seen a hillbilly before. And I kind of got that like. Hmm. Or they're just going, she's really tall.
1: Would she? Even yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Here? <laughs> there was some polite smiles. There was a little bit of laughter. Not a ton. <laughs> like I was not crushing it. Is what I'm yeah, but you were
1: perp you you were actually setting the room up perfectly for Rhonda. I, I mean, did. that's what it sounds like because you know because they weren't because I, I thought that it was a surprise to everyone that there was going to be
0: comedy. So Rhonda told Susie to make sure she told people comedians yeah, were coming. did she though? There was a family member who was very animate of not wanting us to be there. And she so let one, her know that she, yeah. yeah, she, she not, not that, not that family member, but Susie told us she was like, Oh, so-and-so doesn't want you there. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's always good too, Rhonda. Sure. Let's go. Um, but Susie wanted us there and that's all the matter because Susie was just excited. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, I closed with the McDonald's thing and the, and they clapped and they laughed and they were polite or whatever. Yay. And then, um, and then Rhonda came up and literally like shredded the room for the first 10 minutes of her set. When she came up, she goes, so let me tell you how we got here. And she starts talking about Susie. Mm-hmm. And she started she describes the whole phone call. She describes how um, when she told, she called Susie back and told Susie, you know, well, my friend's here from Kentucky and she's a comedian and she said she'd do it too. And Susie was like, ooh, Kentucky, like it was exotic. (laughs) And so Rhonda just shares that story. And you could tell like that Susie is a character in herself and that everybody in the family loves that woman and like gets the character that she is and how fun she is. And so they were having fun listening to Rhonda describe this scenario and phone call. They loved her. Like she just rocked it out, which I'm so glad because it was up to me. I ruined the birthday party, but <laughs> Rhonda's was like, no, no, you opened. It was, you know, whatever. Um, but definitely not my best set I've ever done in my life. But I, but for me, it's, like it needs to be a good show. I always want to, you know, I want people to have a good time. I want to, this was an important birthday for this family and Mm -hmm. the children and the grandchildren and the great grandchildren were all there. And um, so I always wanted to be special for people, you know, you want to deliver. And, um, and so, you know, I, I did something, but Rhonda truly delivered in that situation. And, really gave them an amazing memory. Um, And I wish I could have done more to, to, you know, have done that. But bottom line was I got to have the experience of being at at this party that um, you're in the room that I got. to I got to sit back and watch these family members Mm -hmm. love this woman, a truly tight knit loving family who just wanted to honor their grandmother and mother and great grandmother and this ninety-five-year-old woman, gorgeous, like so youthful. Um, so she didn't have pink hair. She did not yeah. have pink hair, but there was a lady in the front with very, very pink hair and orthotic shoes on that kept my attention. You know how like you find like certain people in the room. That woman was very and and <laughs> even if they were laughing, you would never see a picture of that because. Have you found like in the comedy pictures? We've talked about this. If somebody takes a picture, you could be crushing it. But the one picture they take that has the audience's face, nobody is smiling. Everyone looks miserable. Um, But in my case, they probably were. So (laughs) in this particular (laughs) one, but but no, I like you know. There's, I I think every time you go out, every time you put yourself out there, you learn something, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, I've always felt like. You know, that particular type of crowd, it takes a long time for me to win them over. Like mm. in just a few minutes, it's difficult for me to do because I, I come from such a different background and, you know, whatever. Now, the night before that, we did this uh, restaurant um, dining thing that was really fun. I had a great time there. Is and this it, where you met the Sopranos? This is where I met the guy that was on the Sopranos, Frank um, Santorelli it really, was frank there was joe um the guys like Rock and joe I, I wish i had the paper in front of me of everybody uh but Rhonda's friends were fantastic they were really fun um it was one of those rooms that was set up weird like it was just long length the people in the back didn't even really? know comedy was going on till like you know halfway through the second person or maybe when I got up there and they were like, who's this random character? <laughs> what, what, what's the ruckus in the back? What's happening back? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just very, it was very interesting. But yeah, Frank really. he was um Georgie on uh the Sopranos, like the TV series. I don't watch Violet stuff, so that was lost on me. But um but uh, also you watch
1: football you watch violent stuff
0: okay i uh, know yeah that's true that's true um f- sporting violence i watch but uh, but yeah violent movies or scary movies i don't watch but he uh and he's also in ray romano has a new movie out somewhere in queens i think is the name of the movie mm-hmm. and he's in like a scene on there he was really he was really funny just a great group of people to to work with but like over the weekend it was like church show a comedy and dinner show, Mm -hmm. and then a birthday party. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, and you learn stuff. You learn stuff every time you're in these situations, right? And so um, I learned something in each setting that I was at. Um, The birthday party thing was like, you know, trying to figure out who's my crowd, who are my people. And I definitely am getting a stronger sense of who gets me and gets my comedy and who enjoys me the most, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be, I want to be good for for everybody but not everybody gets us and even um even uh one of the performers of the weekend that I met was talking about doing a show I think in Atlanta and he was saying they couldn't get past his like Boston accent like the mm-hmm. you know some of the people after the show were like yeah you're really funny but like the way you talk we just you know where he was at it just didn't resonate and so yeah. um so, yeah, it worked for me two nights. It didn't work for me one. And- so we're now because you say that you're you're
1: you're wanting to see who gets you in no. that process of figuring out who's getting you and who's not getting you. Are you able to pivot your jokes, you know, um, to to get the rest of the crowd with you? Does that?
0: Yeah, I try, you know what I mean? I try sometimes. I mean, sometimes it just doesn't, you know, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't go. Um, I was definitely in my head kind of calculating, okay, don't do that joke, because they're not going to get that, you know what I mean? Like, that's not going to be for this room. Um, And I'm not, like I said, you never, you don't blame the audience at all. But also, I know that like, some crowds, definitely, I know, like, I'm in, I'm in my space, you know, when we did when we did the uh, popcorn show together. Yeah. That was my crowd. That was uh, that was Indiana. That was right outside of you know the the brickyard and Indianapolis five hundred and and these were people who grew up in a similar culture that I did. So they they got you know they got me a little bit more than let's say a different audience. But I learned that you know I I learned like watching Rhonda and what hit so hard at the beginning was that presence in that room of telling the personal story about the woman who booked. And connecting right away with the people who were there, it was brilliant. Um, I learned that, you know, she could have easily just said no to that, like not she, whatever. Um, But by saying yes, she had a really great experience. And so did the people at that party. Like yeah. she and and the, and Susie was so kind that she called Rhonda, had her on speakerphone. She called later and she's like, you girls made the party. You girls made it such a, you know, such a special thing. And like she was just raving about what a difference it made having that extra element at this birthday party and how yeah. it basically created a forever memory for them that it was just something different and unique. And these comedians showed up. And could have easily said no. It was a very last minute thing, but but Rhonda said yes. And I'm more in the over analyzing everything, but I say no to a lot of stuff that, who knows, maybe I would have actually enjoyed it if I just went, ah, eh, you know, mm-hmm. this could be crazy or this could be great. Let's see what happens. So, yeah. Um, but she, but Susie is a, a master at creating flower arrangements because she was telling Rhonda, wait till you see the flowers. Well, I was thinking when we walked up, this restaurant was gorgeous and there were all these flowers outside. I was thinking that's what she was talking about. But we got in there and she had made these beautiful flower arrangements, fresh flowers on all the tables. When we left, they gave Rhonda, Susie gave her a, a beautiful arrangement to take home that was full on the colors and the type of flowers that Rhonda absolutely loves as if the woman had made it just for her. Like it was just that little touch of God that went, here's this beautiful arrangement. Um, She, one of the brothers was giving me little baskets full of chocolate. He was, they were sending chocolates home with us. Like they were just, they were just such a kind family. And then uh, me and uh, John and Rhonda went to dinner together. And that's kind of how we rounded out. The next day, my hubby came and got me. And we took off and we went to um, Boston. We went to Newport, Rhode Island, which was gorgeous. And we stayed a night there. Then we went to Boston for three nights. And then we stayed in Portsmouth, um, New Hampshire, I think. And we went to Maine one day and all of that. So I'm going to give my travel itinerary to you, let you know where we went and what we saw, because now that I'm home, Michelle, you and your dude are about to hit the road. So tell us what's going on. Where are you going? How long are you going to be gone? How am I going to survive without you? And go.
1: Okay. So um, we leave in just a couple of days. And we are um, headed to Rhode Island. um, Because I'm going to be participating in the Clean Comedy Challenge uh, out there in Rhode Island. And I don't enjoy flying. So I drive to places and I, my original, uh, thing that I was planning, I was going to, you know, drive a day and then find a comedy, you know, do some comedy and then drive another day, you know, to get gas money and things like that on, on the way. Cause from Oklahoma to Rhode Island, it's approximately, uh, 26 hours ish. Actually, it'll be more because you got to stop and get gas and, you know, things like that. Um, so I thought I would break it up between like three and four days and just pick up a couple of things along the way, you know, get gas money and whatever. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But I just, and then I was going to, um, and, and, but it just wasn't sitting right with me. And I was trying to find a schedule. I was trying to, you know, uh, book some stuff and it just wasn't, it just kept falling through falling. through. I'm like, ah, this is so frustrating. Come to find out, um, this past week, my husband said, Hey, I'm going with, I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So that made more sense as to why that kind of trailed off but still I'm like well then he would just do my sound so that that's a good thing he's going why can't i find any gigs along the way and um and then i got the best phone call last night <laughs> so um i was at um a, a comedy club here in town and mm-hmm. i was on you know doing open mic you know just kind of getting my getting ready for this yeah. adventure yeah. And, um, I got a phone call, couldn't take it. So I had to wait till later, but there was a message. Mm -hmm. Guess who is going with me, with us on our trip. So now someone else
0: is riding in the car with you.
1: Yes. Yes. Because this person who is so precious to me and, uh, her, uh, she's bringing her daughter with, um, super, super precious to me because she has family in Rhode Island. And so, while we're doing what I'm, you know, what we're going to be doing, um, my daughter in law and her baby, my grandbaby, get to spend time with their family, with her family. So,
0: which, is, which was what was in your heart in the first place is that you were really hoping that she would be able to be a part of the trip and see her family and all that. Like you yes. mentioned that before of how she had family there,
1: yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah. we're, we're doing it, so, um, so I get to. So I was telling Ross last night, I'm like, oh, do you realize we're taking our grandbaby on her first road trip? That's so right. Like, anyway, um, so we're excited about that. So uh, we have to make some more, you know, some different adjustments, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, got
0: to make sure we have you a good car. bring all the snacks now, Michelle. There's yeah. not room for all of them. I and know. For, so-, so go back and listen to our podcast about pack rats and packing appropriately for the road trip. And I'll tell you what helped me a lot was being able to wash my clothes at Rhonda's house. Oh, I believe it. Because nice all the way around, I was gone like 14 days to <laughs> that. Look at the pack rats. <laughs> That's So Michelle is showing us the mug that Earl Music did the um, did the artwork for. And it's a picture of her with a suitcase. Packing rats mm-hmm. into a yep. suitcase—it's a pack rats suitcase. But yeah, so oh wow, so yeah, that was a big help for me because I was able to pack a little less mm-hmm. and wash the clothes. And I ended up using, like Jason and I were talking about, I literally um, I wore everything that I packed. There was nothing that was in my suitcase that I hadn't uh, at least worn once. So for yeah. once in my life, I I planned it out. Um, appropriately okay so you guys are leaving you're planning on this journey for like two weeks mm-hmm. yeah it's going to take you probably several days to get to your location have you already mapped out like the places the towns you're shopping in where you're staying and all of that or what what's going on there
1: you um, have a baby
0: with you because so you can't just full-on wing it now um
1: anyway so we were uh <laughs> um my husband is in charge of the itinerary Yes. Uh, he knows I have to be, you know, in Rhode Island at this location for a certain, you know, so many days and getting there and getting back. Uh, we were looking at, you know, doing like the north side of America and then right. coming back the south way. So I do believe we'll end up going through like Virginia and North Carolina kind of a thing, you know, to hit a couple of states we've never been in before. Um but we're definitely going to break it up three days there, three days back. Um, so it's easier um, on our grandbaby and, you know, our yeah. mom. And, and so that we have, um, you know, a, a, a good sleep in that sense, you know, for, yeah. for hopefully. And of course, you know, I just recently got a travel pack, uh, you know, the travel pack for babies. Cause I wanted to have one on oh, like our house. Pa-
0: like the pack and play, like the little pop yeah. up for it to sleep yeah. in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I just got one like last weekend, not knowing that we were going to be taking her with, but I just yeah. got one last weekend because when they come visit, cause she's, she's starting to move now and you know, yeah. she's trying to do that. She's doing the whole rocking on the hands and knees, you know, trying to crawl and all that. I wanted her to have her a safe space at our mm-hmm. house. So um I'm like, Oh, look at this timing. It's perfect. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And anyway, so so try and get like, are you gonna try and get to Rhode Island early enough to have like a day or two that you can settle in and rest and get your head straight before the, the competition or how how are you going into that?
1: Oh yeah, just just one day early um for that or or the evening before. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think it's a day before. Um so yeah, I Typically, if, if my husband is, tr- is driving, well, actually, even if I'm driving, I just, I run over my sets, you know, you know, and yeah. I've got 20 some hours to just run it over. And this, the challenge with the challenge is you have three minutes, then you have right. a different three minutes, then you have a different two minutes, then you have a different four or five. It just depends on, right. you know, so it's, it's the is this actually three minutes? What do I have to cut? What do I need to add? Does this make sense? This order? Does this section make sense? You know, so you got it. It's right. a lot of um, it's like a puzzle. Yeah. And then, you know, like you just said, you're trying to figure out who your audience is. It's the same thing. Like, okay, so we're going to be on
0: this portion of the country. Yeah.
1: My jokes translate well on this side of the country.
0: I think with the comedy challenge though, that that doesn't matter because it's, it's all the other comedians and all of them are from all over the country. So it's not a very specific, like everyone's from this town, this culture, this, whatever. And your judges are the same way. They're, they're Mm -hmm. across the board from all over the country. So I think for, for that, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Um, Well, I'm not, I'm not worried
1: about it, but it's, it's that. I want to make sure that I have that in my head because if what i am you know presenting if it if it isn't if it doesn't translate well what can i quickly pivot to yeah you know what can i you know what can i pull next because i don't want to be there on stage going oh i have no idea what to grab next i want to make sure that i at least have that in my head and (laughs) the thing is is when i travel that's the most times um, I get very, very creative as I'm driving because I'm seeing signs, yeah. I'm seeing people, I'm, you know. And yeah. so it's always this constant flow. And then I'm like, ah, no, focus on what I'm supposed to be doing. But I can't because now I'm like, oh, that billboard was hilarious. Like I have this whole bit about um, emergency ER times, you know, the ER, you know, you got to right, wait right. 15 minutes. Well, I would never have had that except because I was driving. And these billboards, you know, fifteen yeah. minute waiting time. I'm like, who are you supposed to call? You know, can I call ahead? Uh, I, I see it's fifteen minutes. I'm um, I need to make a reservation. I need three pints of blood. Yeah, you know, like right, right, right. Yeah. But that wasn't anywhere where I was gonna go with my set that night. But because I'm seeing these billboards everywhere, so it it's constantly changing, and it's yeah. Sometimes it's very frustrating, and sometimes
0: it's my greatest
1: asset. Yeah. So um for, for
0: me in the competition, it was just. I, in my brain, I had to have a beginning, middle and end. That was mm-hmm. it. I have to know where I'm starting, know what I'm hitting in the middle and ending because it's only three minutes. Like you, yeah. and like, and for me, I've always struggled with uh I don't know why it's a up for me. The first joke, it's the, the first thing that you say when you come out and sometimes God just tees something up a little softball toss where he makes it easy, where the person before you has said or done something and you can like bounce right in mm-hmm. and, and do it. But like, I don't have a ton of opening jokes. I don't have a ton of like different opening jokes. Well then in that competition, you potentially are, you've got to have an opening joke four times. Mm-hmm. And I used you know, I, at the time I only had two. And so I was like, Oh gosh, what, you know, what do you do? But that was it. That was me in the competition was thinking beginning, middle and end. I want them to feel like they, you know, we started somewhere, we got somewhere and we finished. Right. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, that that was the thing for me. I could I'm not somebody who's really great on the fly as far as like just going, oh, I'll just um, switch it up. Like I need to be better at that. And I want to do like an improv class. I'd like to do that and maybe learn know, a little bit better. But that's something that your skill set of you connect very quickly to people in the room, your stage presence is super warm, and you are able to just shift gears really quick, which is not I mean, it's, it's yeah. just, it's not something that everybody has. And it takes a long time to learn it if you don't have it. Like I'm mm. still learning, I think. And and you're such a positive person too that all the way around, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great competition.
1: It's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to hearing um, some of those seasoned comics uh, with their um, workshop times like yes. that, like that, that's originally why I started going to the clean comedy challenge. It mm-hmm. wasn't because, oh, I want to be in a contest because that's not my strong, like I don't want to do that um, because I do shift so quickly and typically contests are a showcase, but I'm like, yeah, I've got stuff I can show, but I'm, oh, look at this, you know, like I'm, I'm in the room and, um, but I like going and listening to the workshops. I like Mm -hmm. hearing from people that have been on the road that have been in comedy for years and, you know, their highs, their lows. And and that's kind of why we do this podcast. It's the same type of a thing, you know, who was there when you first start, like it's all that kind of stuff. So, Um, this is the first year, um, I'll be honest, this is the first year going into this contest that I thought, you know, my goal this year is to at least to be a finalist. Like before then it was never really on my radar. Yeah. It was other things, you know, um, So um, I'm excited about this year. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like an hour ago, I just started thinking about of the comedians that I know that will be there. I'm like, oh. And then I started comparing uh, my material with theirs. And I'm like, ooh, stop it, stop it, stop it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: because if I get in my head there, then, then my goal of at least be a finalist won't happen because I'll be spending my time trying to be better than them. And that's not yeah. it at all. We each have our own unique... Um, outlook on things. We have our mm-hmm. own unique way that we present comedy. Even though that we, you know, there's certain rules, you know, and stuff, but they're right. all flexible. Um, so that's the thing: is sticking with my strong points and uh <laughs> staying basically out of my head in that right. sense. Um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm taking a trip with my grandbaby, yeah. so. <laughs>
0: And you're already a winner. So I saw they announced that you already won something. So what did you win from the Clean Comedy Challenge already? Oh,
1: um, uh, I have the Spirit of Comedy Award um, from uh, Leah. Here, I'm going to mess up her last name and I'm going to feel so bad that I've messed up Leah's last name. It starts with the C.
0: Well, I, I didn't, um, I didn't get to meet Leah, but I had heard a few people talk about her and she, she was, uh, did the, the clean comedy challenge. And as somebody was it cancer, she had a battle. Yeah, with
1: she, had, yeah she had brain, uh, brain cancer, like a, you know, just a massive, t- it just kept growing and, um, she's Asian. And, um, or she was Asian and, uh, she loved Disney and and being a Disney princess. So she had, um, the back of her neck in the Disney script, a tattoo that said made in China and it was the most endearing and hilarious thing at the same time. And, um, Leah was really smart and really funny and, um, just it's it's one of those devastating losses i think that the world has had you know because she's not here anymore it's one of those things like she had so much to give and um so i met leah at in the chicago um i think it's 2019 2018 um the comedy challenge then and so we you know we stayed in touch uh a little bit um after and stuff but then you know Uh, she got progressively worse. And so, um, it wasn't very long, but her family and her friends, and you can go online still on YouTube and you can look up her comedy. I will, I'll have it in the show notes. um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Put it in the show notes. I
1: cannot pronounce her last name. It's C I a something. Um,
0: So the clean comedy challenge, Leslie, Leslie does some stuff sometimes that honors pre excuse me, previous, uh, People who have been does, in the Clean yeah. Comedy Challenge and have passed and those kind of things. So, in honor of Leah, there was a photo package. Is that correct? Like, a oh, photo yeah, yeah. Photo so, package? yeah, so it's the Spirit of
1: Comedy Award, and then the package that I won with that is the photography package. So, um, all of my sets will be videographed. Um, so, that's that's wonderful because I don't have to pay um, to have that happen because that's yeah. part of one of the things that you can do. Um, you know, that would be an add on. Uh, you can get your stuff recorded for yourself. Yeah. So which is wonderful. And um, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm like, Oh, so now, oh, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Because now I have to actually make sure I pack <laughs> clothing that I feel okay with being recorded. Because, oh. you know, if it comes out well, you know, if my sets turn out well, um, then I could use that, um, those uh, the
0: videos. So yeah, no, that's a big deal. And it's a cool, uh, I went with Rhonda over by the comedy club where it's at a neat venue, um, a okay? cool stage, cool little stage, very intimate. So uh, and then a, a nice kind of platform sitting area to the left, to the right of the stage from where you're facing uh, that I would guess that the judges will probably be sitting over there, but it's a neat vibe. If had I not been there doing the show and those kind of things, Um, we would have scheduled our vacation where I could have at least caught at least one night of the clean comedy challenge just to see all my friends. Cause we have a lot of people that we're friends with. Some people have been on our podcast that are competing in the challenge. And um, and I think it's cool. I think it's cool that you already are a winner with the, with the spirit of comedy award, because you do, you, you know, you're a great example of the spirit of comedy and being supportive of people and there for people and so laugh support super excited that you're going to the competition and that on top of it it's just wrapped in a beautiful little baby mia bow and it's gonna be a road trip to remember it's gonna be a long road trip girl <laughs> you've got to fly no I'll tell you that is some of the prettiest part of the country I've ever seen in my life. Jason and I really love driving through Rhode Island and Massachusetts and all of the places mm-hmm. that we were in. It's beautiful. So you guys are going to have a yeah. have an awesome trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I'm looking forward to it um, for sure. Cause I know that um, my husband has mentioned a couple of times that oh, we're definitely going to go through Hershey's Pennsylvania. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Cause I do know that when you drive through there, it smells like chocolate. Yes. So I'm like yes.
0: Okay. Our um our friend John, he lives somewhere near Hershey, I think. Hmm. John and also L. Smith and um
1: uh, Gordon. Uh, you know they all live in that Pennsylvania. You know, um, section that will, whether we take the high area or the low. And I say high or low, it just depends on the roads. You know. Yeah. Of where yeah, yeah. We're detouring. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm into, I think, I think we're going to stop at all the crazy little road side things like, you know, oh, yeah. the, big, the big rocking chair or mm-hmm. um, like when we went through Kansas, it was the big ball of twine. You yes. Know, or we the, had
0: some stuff on our trip. And I told Jason, I was like, you are lucky you're married to me and not Michelle Van Dusen. <laughs> Cause you would right now be going to that gerbil sanctuary to see those <laughs> little right. gerbils. That's, That's where you would right. be right now. <laughs> but, we go. He's not pulling off the road. We know where we're headed and that's where we hit. But I did talk him into letting me go take a picture with a big wooden um, shrimp and put my face in the claw <laughs> of the shrimp. He did take that picture. He hated every moment of it. But Okay.
1: Now that is one thing that is definitely on my list. Not the shrimp thing, but
0: uh, one of those lighthouses. So yes, we, we saw a few lighthouses and we ate a lot of lobster rolls. Lobster rolls are very, very, very popular in that area. So yeah, yeah
1: that that's that's the only downfall of us heading anywhere near a coast uh because that's most
0: of the food is seafood mm-hmm. neither of us do seafood italian <laughs> a lot of italian food around there a great and italian yes. restaurant around this town too she's so, so to go. Yeah, she's so excited <laughs> about you being there so she can she can eat italian food and I, and all of that fun stuff and introduce you to the cuisine around their area. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know,
1: like my uncles and all that, when we had our Christmas parties and stuff at the house, Um, cause I come from an Italian family and guarantee you every single time there's calamari, like there was a lot of seafood yeah, yeah. there amongst the pasta and yeah. you know, the, the things I would eat. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Now you're making me hungry. So I guess we're going to have to wrap this up so I can go eat something not pasta boo boo eat eat, eat, eat a salad i'm giving up on this diet soon but hey listen folks (laughs) All right, we're going to keep you updated on Michelle's journey, her travel, and um, there will definitely be uh, updates after the Clean Comedy Challenge. But in the in-between, listen, if you are listening to us, you can watch us on the Laugh Support podcast. You can see the amazing socks that I had on our YouTube channel. So Laugh Support on YouTube. And if you are watching us and you want to take us on the road with you, you can listen to us on all major podcasts Platforms and also just go to the laugh support and like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Please, please do that so we know you're out there. We know that we're not just talking to each other. Not that we wouldn't. We'd still do this. We don't. Hey, we
1: just picked up some new listeners in uh, Mississippi. So nice there's that yeah, yeah. So well, shout out Mississippi. to Mississippi. Mississippi. So. Okay. Yeah, that's not on our road trip this time, but when I head towards Florida, that'll be on my road trip uh, heading through Mississippi. Because I think I'm going to Florida in August.
0: Hottest time to go. And Texas in January or February or something. Yeah, girl. We have so many road trips coming up. All right, y'all. Well, that's going to be it for this episode of the Laugh Support podcast. Um, As I always say, Jesus and Dewbug loves you, and Michelle. Michelle, go ahead and close with your mama joke. Okay.
1: So um, since it's summertime, what is a frog's favorite treat in summer? Frogs?
0: I don't know. What is
1: it? Hopsicles. All right. (laughs) With that, I'll say thanks for listening. Tune in next time. See you.